Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast formerly known as Inside the Pinstripes and now known as the Historic Pinstripes Podcast. Again, my name is Brian, and I have been a diehard Yankees fan since I was around seven or eight years old. I am also from the New England area, so I may have a different perspective than some fans not from around here. However, I have always been a diehard Yankees fan, and actually the goal of this podcast, of course, remains the same. Um, Like I have said before, it is to preserve the rich history and tradition of the New York Yankees by discussing all of the great moments and great players throughout Yankees history. And again, feel free to tweet us at HistoricNYY on your favorite Yankees moments or your favorite Yankees players. And feel free to share your own opinions on each topic that we have discussed. You can also feel free to use the hashtag Hashtag historic pinstripes. And also, um, you can also feel free to email us at historicpinstripes at gmail.com if you have any suggestions on future topics or, or anything like that. Now, on to today's episode, the top five relief pitchers in Yankees history and why. All right, let's start off with the first one. The GOAT, Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera was the greatest the greatest closer of all time. I don't think anybody would ever argue that. He was the unanimous Hall of Famer. Um, obviously, Mariano Rivera, most people know, um, you know, he started in 1995, was his rookie season. Um, he was a failed starter. However, his his when he came back, after he got sent down with Derek Jeter, um, after the first stint, Mariano ended up coming back up. And I believe it was his, yeah, it was his first start back. He pitched against Chicago in Chicago, and he won eight innings. And I believe he gave up just two runs and two hits or something like that. But the the first month, if you look back, the first month in 1990, uh, the first month that he came back this in his second stint in 1995, um, Mariano Rivera, um, that was the month of July too. Mariano Rivera was just he was he was really good. I mean he wasn't dominant or or anything, but like he was he was really good. That was his best month as a starter. However, from there it, it kind of I believe he, it looked like he kept starting, but he wasn't as wasn't doing as well. And then the Yankees somewhere around August or September, I'm not sure exactly when, um, they they basically they basically put him in the bullpen, and that's where he really started to pick pick up. Um, a lot, a lot of uh, momentum, of course, and you know, became who he, who who he became, and and um, and even in the playoffs in October, I remember, uh, or even even now, like like you could tell, like if the Yankees had put Mariano Rivera in instead of Jack McDowell, it's a very good upper, There's a very good chance. I mean, you never know. He might they the Yankees still might have lost because you know they did have King Griffey Jr. and Edgar Martinez. The Seattle Mariners were stacked that year. However. Um, however, uh, um, if they had brought in Mariano Rivera over Jack McDowell, maybe that, that could have changed, um, the outcome, but maybe not. However, I'm sure the Yankees are, are fine with how things ended up turning out. Obviously the next year they used that and they added a few extra people and stuff like that. And of course, Derek Jeter was, came in 1996 and they ended up winning five championships in Rivera's and Rivera's remarkable career. 
in a Rivera without Rivera, the Yankees wouldn't have won. Well, I mean, they probably they might have won a couple championships, maybe. I mean, but but Rivera is a big reason why they won all five of those championships. Um, and moving on, uh, Rivera also, of course, he is the the all time saves leader with six hundred and fifty two. Um, he had he um he had finished nine hundred and fifty two games, which I think is a pretty interesting stat because a lot of the closers before Rivera, like Goose Gossage, Raleigh Fingers, uh, Bob Suter, a lot of guys like that, Lee Smith, or Lee Smith when he was older, anyway, but a lot of guys like that, they had to they had to go pitch earlier in the game, and they pitched longer, because back in those days, they the, the relief pitcher was used differently. When Rivera came in, he was usually one, maybe two innings, but usually they tried to keep him to one inning, um, especially as he got older. So, it, it was just they were used differently, and the way they had they, it, it took more to get to get a save. Um, however, that's not taking away anything from Rivera because you still have to 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 as we've seen after Rivera, the ninth inning is not easy. Like Chapman is a very good pitcher; he's a he's a great closer, but he's not as great as Mariano. Like he, um, Ch- Chapman or even John Wetland really. They're they make it look, it it becomes very, like it can be kind of like a roller coaster sometimes because especially with Chapman sometimes he'll lose it he gets very wild and then and then all of a sudden um to find it and then one two three inning uh game over, or sometimes he'll get the first two guys out and then he can't get the can't get anybody else out or walks the ballpark and they take somebody out or he just gives up a home run or something, but anyways uh. Again, moving back to Rivera, um, Rivera also had three, 13 seasons with an ERA plus, or ER, adjusted ERA rather, of 203 or higher. And again, adjusted ERA is adjusted basically to uh, across the entire league. Um, it's adjusted to the to the to the ballparks, and it's like a hundred ERA adjusted ERA is um, is an average adjusted ERA a hundred. And Rivera's was 203 and higher for 13 seasons. And in fact, his career adjusted ERA was 205, which is the highest adjusted ERA ever for a pitcher. And again, um, his career high adjusted ERA was 316 in 2008 at the age of 38 years old. He had two years with the 300 adjusted ERA. The other year was 2005 with 308 at 308. Um, he also averaged 78 innings pitched a season, and like I said about uh, the pitchers like Raleigh Fingers and Goose Gossage and Sparky Lyle, those guys had to go a lot, lot longer to get to actually get a save, because the bullpens and and also because the bullpens like they didn't have setup men back then. The setup men was the closer, so that it just kind of puts it in perspective, which. With what they, how they did things in the seventies, eighties, or sixties, maybe not the sixties. It was more the seventies anyway, in the eighties, and then the nineties and two thousands. And um, as far as Mariano in the postseason, there was no one better. Mariano had an ERA of point seven zero, and he he pitched in a lot of postseason games. He was eight and one 
in the postseason with 42 saves, with it, which is kind of interesting because he is number 42. Um, he threw 141 innings, so a .70 ERA in 141 innings. That's insane. Um, he also only gave up 21 walks in 141 innings, which is again very, uh, that's that's just that's just crazy. And um, he four of those four of those 21 walks were actually intentional. Um, he pitched in 96 postseason games. Um, he had finished 78 games. Um, he fi- so he finished 78 games and he had 42 saves. So some of those, so a lot of them probably weren't save situations. However, Mariano always got the job done. Um, or maybe not always, but major- the majority of the time he got the job done. The majority of the time, Mariano got the job done. Um, also in the postseason, Mariano Rivera just gave up two home runs in his entire postseason career out of in 141 innings that he pitched in the postseason. The only two guys to hit home runs to Mariano Rivera is Jay Payton of the New York Mets in 2000 in the World Series and Sandy Alomar Jr. in 1997 with the Indians. And that was back when Mariano, his first year as a closer. Um, also, again, Mariano Rivera, when he first started, uh, the first the first year, well, was not his first year, but his second year in 1996 was his breakout year pretty much. I guess you could say 95 was toward the end of the year, but really 96 was his first year. His uh his breakout year because that was his first full season, and that year they used the six two one formula with the, you know the starter for six, Mariano for two, and the closer Wetland for one, uh, and also that year Mariano struck out a hundred and hundred he struck out one hundred and thirty guys, in a hundred and seven and a third and two thirds innings, and also he had an ERA plus in nineteen ninety six of two oh nine. In his first in his first full season, Rivera had impeccable command and and he his his mechanics they say were were also impeccable because Mariano never changed his mechanics never really changed from when he when he started to when he finished and that is extremely rare. Um, he also had basically just one pitch and everyone knew what was coming but they just couldn't hit it because. The cutter that he had was just it was just the way he threw it, or, or however, um, he just didn't. Uh, they just they just couldn't hit it, and and um, R- Rivera also as he went through the years, he did. You could see like he he was a very smart pitcher. He learned how to pitch and how to make the cutter better, basically, with some of his other pitches. Um, the the guy who scouted Mariano Rivera. Was Herb Rayborn? Um, when Mariano Rivera was scouted, he was only 155 pounds, and actually, Mariano was scouted. Uh, Herb Rayborn actually scouted him. Um, he went twice, I believe, to Panama, and the first time Mariano was he didn't he wasn't impressed by Mariano, but Mariano was a shortstop, and the second time, Mariano because Mariano I guess had. He had not really pitched at that time, 
But every time that he did, I guess he was pretty good. Uh, but Herb had never seen him pitch. However, however, although actually, I think he, I think he started pitching after. I think it was after um, the first time this uh, the scout Herb Rayborn came down, and then once they saw he was really he was a pretty impressive pitcher. Um, he, he uh, Herb Rayborn came back, or I think it was another scout had Herb Rayborn Herb Rayborn come back to scout Rivera as a pitcher, and and he impressed him so much that he signed him to a contract, and of course the rest is history. And that was about thirty years ago, um, actually that. That Rivera was signed with the Yankees in uh, 1990. Um, also, Rivera at at that time he was throwing from 85 to 87 miles an hour, and that was when he really didn't know anything about pitching. Because when Rivera was younger, he was, as most people, it's become kind of more well known that Rivera, especially in Panama, he 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 preferred soccer and. Soccer was his favorite sport. He never saw baseball, and I think he said this many times. He's never he never saw baseball as um as like a a career for him. So just that alone, and knowing that he he knowing he is who he is how how good he is now, Rivera um he really worked at it, and he became there's a reason why he became the greatest closer of all time because he put in the work. On to the next pitcher. Sparky Lyle. Sparky Lyle's real name is Albert Walter Lyle. Sparky Lyle um, also won the Cy Young Award in 1977. Um, he had seven seasons with the Yankees and 16, he pitched 16 seasons in the major leagues um, for, for his entire career. Sparky Lyle had 238 career saves and he finished 634 games. He also averaged 105 innings pitched a season. So basically almost 30 more innings um, a season than, than Rivera. But of course, uh, when Sparky pitched, you know, they, they used a reliever kind kind of like, kind of like, um, basi- basically he was like his own setup man. Um, so he kind of had to work a little bit more. Also, uh, Sparky Lyle had an adjusted ERA with the Yankees of a 148 and 128 in his career. So Sparky was better with the Yankees than he was with the Red Sox or or, or the other teams that he had pitched for. Um, in 1977 with the Yankees, when he won the Cy Young, Sparky led the league in games 72 and games finished um, 60. And again, I think games finished is actually a pretty good stat because you know in those days they had to work a lot harder for the saves also um sparky had 57 wins as a yankee and 99 wins overall in his his entire career um he also led the league in saves twice and games finished twice in 1977 again his entire this is an entire season in 1977 his cy young season he he won 13 games um, he was 13 and five with a 2.17 ERA. His adjusted ERA for that year was 183, so it was well above average. He also pitched 137 innings, which is just just seven innings more than Mariano pitched in 1996. And also, he had 26 saves that year too, and he won the Cy Young. So just the fact that he won, he saved 26 games for a team. That won the World Series in 1977, and he was a Cy Young winner, and he was 13 and five, 
just those numbers right there kind of show how the game changed in the bullpen. Um, also, uh, he had six seasons that uh, that he pitched 102 and two-thirds innings pitched or more. And uh, three of those seasons were in a row. So Sparky was, you know, he was a workhorse in the, in the bullpen. His lowest ERA was 1.66 in 1974. And his best ERA plus was 215. In, in Sparky Lyle's career in the postseason, Sparky, uh, for, of course, he was part of the 77, 1977 and 1978 Yankees. He won two World Series with the Yankees. Um, he pitched in 13 postseason games, and he only gave up one home run allowed. Of course, he, he didn't pitch as many games in the postseason as Mariano. He still had a very good postseason career. Um, he had a 1.69 ERA, so obviously not but not uh, quite the the dominance of Mariano Rivera, but he still he was very, very good in the postseason. And you could say he was dominant too, just not as dominant as Rivera. No one was. Uh, also, um, he, he threw 21 and a third innings pitched. He only had, he had one save in the post, postseason in his career. He had finished 10 games and um, he was also 3-0 and... He had a .94 walks and hits per innings pitched in his career in the postseason, so he didn't walk many guys. And also another another note about uh, Sparky Lyle is he coached 15 years for the for a team, and I believe it was a semi-pro team in New Jersey, the Somerset Patriots as well. So so um, you know Sparky Lyle is not as well known as guys like Goose Gossage or Raleigh Fingers or Mariano Rivera, but Sparky Lyle. Obviously, you know, he won a Cy Young Award as a relief pitcher. Actually, he's the second, I think, I believe he was the second um, the second relief pitcher to win the Cy Young. The first one was Mike Marshall um, in 1974, I believe. And moving on, let's go on to the next guy. The next one is Romero Mendoza. Romero Mendoza, and these they, these are not particular in the in the particular order that they might be in but Romero Mendoza was a he he was not necessarily a great relief pitcher but he was like a Swiss army knife for Joe Torre in the 1990 teams um on the 1990 teams in 2002 I believe um he was he's basically a spot starter a starter at times and a pitcher was hurt middle relief guy long relief closer uh setup guy um also, Romero Mendoza in 1998, he was 10 and 2 with a 3.25 ERA, had an ERA adjusted ERA of 137. He pitched in 41 games and he had 14 starts. Also, he had 130 in a third innings. He even had one complete game and one shutout, um, and he finished six games as well. So, uh, Romero Mendoza, um, although he wasn't like an all-star, he wasn't like a he wasn't like a, a great pitcher, but he he was like very vital for those 1990 teams because he really saved the Yankees like when they had a guy hurt or if they just needed somebody to eat up innings because a lot of times in the bullpen you you need that one guy that is gonna or nowadays probably even more so than more than just one guy but you need you need someone who's gonna eat up innings um, and Romero Mendoza was that guy for the Yankees in the 90s. Um, also, uh, Romero Mendoza, he had pitched five, se- five, of it, five seasons of, in his career. He had 91 and two-thirds innings or more um, that he had pitched. 
He had four four of those innings also were above a hundred and a hundred and two thirds innings pitched, and there and uh, there, he had three one three of those four seasons that he pitched a hundred and two thirds innings pitched were in a row. Um, so that kind of shows you how the how the Yankees used him a lot in those like the late nineties years, like ninety I think it was ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. Might have been two thousand one too, um, and of course he also pitched for the Red Sox later in his career, and he he had a pretty decent career. Um, uh, also, uh, Romero Mendoza, Romero Mendoza, in his postseason career, of course he won two titles with the Yankees, three titles overall. Um, uh, he pitched in twenty postseason games. He had a two point five one ERA in the postseason, which is pretty good. Um, it's actually very good, and his he threw twenty eight and two thirds innings pitched, um, finished three games, which again is basically he finished the game, but it wasn't a safe situation, and and uh, or it could have been that that they someone might have blown a save and then he just finished it or something like that, um, but most likely Paul became in when the game was out of hand and they didn't want to use Mo, so they just put him in Noza. And he get the job done. He did have one save though in the postseason. However, that that could have been with the Red Sox too. I'm not too sure when that was. Um, and he and Mendoza also only gave up two home runs allowed, but he pitched in a lot less games than Mariano did. And so Mendoza, he was a very good pitcher, and I just figured I would recognize him on this list. Another guy to recognize is of course another Hall of Famer, Goose Gossage. When Goose Gossage came, obviously, like I had talked about before, Sparky Lyle was the 1977 Cy Young winner. And basically, he went from Cy Young to Cyanora when Goose Gossage was signed the next year. However, uh, that's not to say that Sparky didn't, they didn't get rid of him. They kept Sparky, but he was like, he was like basically like a setup man, I guess. However, in those days, they didn't really use the setup man, so I'm not exactly sure how they used him because that was a little before my time. However, Goose Gossage, um, he was the guy when they, they signed him, and that's why they came up with that um, little slogan, I guess. Um, uh, Cy Young to Cyanora. Uh, uh, Goose Gossage pitched 22 seasons in his career. He pitched a long time from, like I think, like 1972 or so to, like, 1994. Um and he pitched, ended up pitching for a lot of teams. However, uh, the majority of it in the middle of his career was for the Yankees. And in his career, he won 124 games. He had a 3.01 ERA. Again, probably because he pitched so long. And he pitched, he started young. And he finished as a, he was finished at like 43 years old or something like that. Um, he also had an adjusted ERA in that time period. Of 22 seasons of 126, which so he was well above average, and he pitched a long time. Um, he had 310 saves in his career. He had finished 681 games. So, and of course, you know, like Sparky, Goose had to he had to go longer than, um, you know, he had to go longer than the the closers that pitch nowadays, like Mariano or Trevor Hoffman or guys like that. Also, Goose Gossage was a starter in the beginning of his career, so. He did pitch 16 complete games, and that's probably a big reason why he pitched so many innings too, of course, because he could do it. And, you know, he was a workhorse. He wanted to pitch. 
Goose, Goose also led the league three times in saves and one time in games finished. In one of his first seasons for the White Sox, Goose Gossage completed 15 games in 1976. He also averaged 118 innings pitched a season, um, and that's throughout his entire 22-year career. Goose also had seven seasons of 93 innings pitched or more. Two of those were as a starting pitcher with 224 innings pitched in 1976. In four, in four of the seasons that Goose pitched, he struck out between 102 and 152 batters as a reliever. Two of those were as a starting pitcher. He also had one, um, also Mariano Rivera, in comparison, had one 100 strikeout season in his career. And that was 1996. And that was probably a big reason for that was because Mariano only pitched one season. He only had one season where he pitched over 100 innings in his career. And, and of course, that was how they used the relievers was a lot different than, than how they use the relievers now to how they really used them back then. A, a reason for his nickname, Goose, was because when Goose used to pitch... He used to like peer into the to the batter, and he used to stick his kind of stick his neck out, and they used to. That's kind of where the name Goose came from, and just the way he, the way his his feet were on the mound and stuff like that. He just kind of looked like a goose, I guess, and and the name just kind of stuck. So yes, Goose Gossage is definitely one of the best pitch. Greatest closers of all time, really, but definitely one of the greatest closers in Yankees history as well. Um, and also moving on to Goose, Goose's career in the postseason. Again, he only won one World Series title in his career, and that was with the Yankees in 1978, his first year with the Yankees. Also in the postseason, this, this is in his entire postseason, he was 2-1 with a 2.87 ERA. So his ERA was a little bit higher. Of course, he pitched um, he pitched more... Um, he pitched more innings um, for each game. However, they didn't have as many um, as many rounds as they do nowadays. Uh, also, he but he threw. He pitched in nineteen games. He had finished seventeen of those nineteen games. Um, he had thirty-one and a third innings pitched, a point eight nine walks and hits per innings pitched, and he gave up just three home runs in in his career in the postseason. So Goose, um, he you know he get the job done in the postseason. Even though his his numbers aren't quite no one's numbers are are as amazing as Mariano's, however he he was very good. So moving on, let's go on to a couple other pitchers of no um, Louis Arroyo. When Louis Arroyo pitched, Louis Arroyo pitched in like the nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties. He was not necessarily they didn't really think of him as a great reliever or anything like that because they didn't believe in relievers in those days. However, Louis Arroyo had one of the best seasons for any reliever, basically. Or at least for any reliever back then, because of how they used them. In 1961, Louis Arroyo was 15-5 with a 2.19 ERA just as a reliever. And he also had 29 saves, which back then, basically, you didn't really hear about guys getting saves too, too much. So that's kind of a lot of saves. His ERA, his adjusted ERA that year was 169, which is well above average. And, um, you know, of, of course he was he, uh, he was pitching less innings because in those days when you were in the bullpen, you were thought of as just a guy who was just out there just to get just to get outs and if the game was out of reach or, or whatever. However, that year, 
it looks like they probably ended up having to use maybe they maybe that's kind of how they started devolving the uh, the relief pitchers starting pitchers and relief pitchers a little bit more so because Luis Arroyo was a starting pitcher but he did not pitch well as a starter. However, moving on, um, he also had another very good season in 1960 with the Yankees when he was five and one that year. He had a 2.88 ERA. And his ERA, adjusted ERA, was 126. And he pitched in 29 games, finished 17 of them, and he had seven saves, which, again, just seven saves tells you that, that how how different it was back then with relief pitchers and starting pitchers. Um, he also threw just 40 and two-thirds innings pitched, which is another interesting stat because they didn't probably, they didn't really think to use relievers back then as, as, as much because... They wanted their starters to go as as long as they could, preferably the whole game if they could. So it was a different time in those days. And uh, and again, Louis Arroyo pitched between 1955 and 1963. And moving on to another closer, the current Yankee closer, Aroldis Chapman. Chapman, in his Yankees career, has a 2.51 ERA. He is 13-5. He has 111 saves. 273 saves in his career. So he's creeping up on 300 saves, which he probably he should be able to do this year. Uh, he has about 190 innings pitched as a Yankee. He has finished 411 games in his career. He's also finished 167 games in his Yankees career. He has an adjusted ERA of 184 in his entire career and 175 in his Yankees career. So... His ERA was a little bit better, probably with the Reds and the Cubs, I guess, than with the Yankees. However, there's not that much of a difference, I mean, between his ERAs. Um, so he's been very good with pretty much everybody he's been with so far. Also, uh, he had a 2.02 ERA plus in at least six seasons in his career. Chapman, I mean. And um, again, uh, Chapman, Chapman is used a little bit, a lot differently than the way they used pitchers back like Goose Gossage and Louis Arroyo even or Sparky Lyle especially Sparky Lyle and Goose Gossage you know Chapman basically is a one pit one inning pitcher and that they, they prefer to keep him to one inning sometimes they go to two innings cuz Chapman again like Mariano was a field starter too however I don't believe Chapman pitched that much as a starting pitcher in the major leagues then again, neither neither did Rivero, but I don't think Chapman pitched at all in the in the major leagues as a starter, um, which is a kind of a big difference to most relievers because most relievers, even Goose Gossage, was a starter at one point, as I had said before. Chapman also in his career in the postseason, so far anyway, he has one World Series title, of course, with the Cubs in 2016. He pitched in 32 games, finished 24 of those so far. Um, he uh, he has nine saves so far in the postseason, thirty six and two thirds innings pitched in the postseason so far, and fifty four. Um, he had fifty four. He had fifty four strikeouts in thirty six and two thirds innings. He also had a one one two walks and hits per innings pitched in his career. Arodis Chapman is another pitcher that that you know you, you don't really think of him as being one of the great pitchers of all time, or greatest relief pitchers of all time, but probably because he you know he's still pitching now and sometimes it's a little hard to see pitchers now especially relief pitchers 
and compare them to pitchers like Mariano Rivera or Goose Gotches or guys like that because, you know, they're kind of going through it still. And another guy I did want to talk about, I kind of wanted to mention him, was Allie Reynolds. Allie Reynolds, I'm not really including in this discussion on top five relief pitchers just because Reynolds pitched more than more than half of his starts or more than half of his relief appearances um oh no wait more more than half of his appearances were as a starter like he had a he he had a lot more starts than he did as a reliever so that I decided to count Reynolds as a starter however Reynolds is kind of similar or very similar to the way the Yankees used Romero Mendoza because he could do both and and although Ali Reynolds was a very valued member of the Yankee rotation especially when they had Whitey Ford, Allie Reynolds, Eddie Lopat, and um, and Vic Grasky in the 50s. So Allie Reynolds was another guy that, that you could put in this debate. However, because he he was mostly a starter, I decided to, to kind of leave him out, but I wanted to mention him because he was a very uh, he was a very good pitcher. And if you look at his numbers, that um, I think a lot of people would be impressed by by what he's done. Anyways, let's move on um, to the rankings. The top five relief pitchers are Mariano Rivera, of course. Um, no surprise there. Goose Gossage, Sparky Lyle. And number four, I put Rodas Chapman. Basically, I put Rodas Chapman at number four because, you know, there's not really a whole lot of relief pitchers um, in Yankees history because just the way the, the bullpens have... have uh, you know, just the way the bullpen, kind of the culture of the bullpen has 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 become, like it's it's, it's um, and especially because the Yankees have had they had Goose Gossage for quite a while, they had Sparky for a while, and the re- relief pitchers for a long time in the seventies, eighties, um, and because of the time, like because they used to go with just the starter for as long as they could, and then the reliever, it kind of there wasn't as many relievers going on. Nowadays, there's lots of relievers. So, in the future, there'll probably be a lot more relievers to choose from. But we'll be talk. We'd probably be talking about it in a different way than we'd be talking about goose, and we still do, but even more so probably. But anyways, um, you know, Aroldis Chapman is still a great. He's a he's a very good closer. I mean, I don't know if I would say he's a great closer or Hall of Fame closer anyway, not yet anyway. However, I guess you never know. Um, it's hard to say. But but Arodis Chapman is a very, very good closer, and he's I think he's definitely worthy of being, he's the, the fourth best closer in Yankees history, in my opinion, or reliever if you want to say that. And the fifth best reliever in Yankees history is Romero Mendoza. Um, I put Mendoza over Louis Arroyo or... I, I have even thought about guys like left-handed pitcher Mike Stanton, who pitched uh, for the Yankees in the, I believe it was the late 90s, 96 to 90, 96 to 2000, I believe Mike Stanton pitched for the Yankees. He was a he was a setup man for Mariano Rivera, and he, he got a lot of big outs. He also pitched for the Braves. He had a lot of very good years for the Braves. Um, however, we're talking about the Yankees, uh, the all-time Yankees relief pitchers, and Mike Stanton was a guy I didn't talk about before, but I feel like he he should be mentioned. But I felt like Mendoza, I felt like Mendoza was better for the Yankees because of the way he he could just do fill in any spot. Like Stanton was 
the guy to get to to bridge to Mariano, kind of like Mariano was that bridge to John Wetland, and um, even Jeff Nelson too, just like Mike Stanton. He pitched back in the late '90s as well, and I believe he came back in like 2000. Forget the year, 2005 or 2004, somewhere around there. I think it was 2004. But uh, Jeff Jeff Nelson also was a was another very good pitcher for the Yankees. So there you have it. The top five relief pitchers in Yankees history. Mariano Rivera, Goose Gossett, Sparky Lyle, Aroldis Chapman, and Romero Mendoza. Thank you for listening, everyone, to the Historic Pinstripes podcast. And don't forget to tweet us at HistoricNYY on Twitter. And feel free to comment on Facebook. And also, feel free to, to subscribe and like and review um, on iTunes and wherever you find this podcast. Thank you for listening, and as always, Go Yankees!